Welcome back to Strictly Footy. Week one of the preseason challenge was wrapped up. We're going to dive straight into the games. I'm not really going to sit here and beat around the bush, but, you know, I'll let us ease a bit into that. Jared, how are we going, bro? Doing well. Happy to have round one of preseason done. That was an entertaining one. All the youngsters, some relatively unknown players. It was good to watch them and see which ones uh, could be around in the future. Yeah, future, near future, or, you know, a couple of years away, but... I got a solid number of takeaways from each game that I got around to. Some I saw more of than others. Um, and again, we apologise that this has dropped late. We had commitments yesterday. I'm not going to go into that because we might lose our credibility, but it's okay. Um, all right, anything else you want to say or we'll just jump straight into it? Jump straight into it, I reckon. All right, so Thursday night, Warriors versus Tigers. This is a bit of a heartbreaker. Warriors 48, Tigers 12. Nine tries to two. What'd you make of it? Look, obviously, it's hard watching your team lose. Uh, I'm saying that for you because obviously, you guys know I'm a Manly fan. But um, I think both teams have a lot of positives to take away, seeing as the starters or the uh, rotation players that did play looked pretty good for both sides. I think a lot of the players that um, are just going to be used as depth weren't the best for the Tigers, and that's why the Warriors uh, took a massive, massive win. But um, yeah, I think a lot of positives for both sides. Yeah, I mean, the scoreline is very disappointing, but um, if, looking from a Tigers perspective, like, you just really wanted to see, like, the Estefanos and your Fenor Poles. I even think Kepa O was pretty good. Uh, you just wanted to see these guys get a bit of a run out and get some of the cobwebs out. People like Tommy Talao, who haven't played in almost 18 months, get a hit out. So it was good to see. They did look a bit off. Um, but look, I'm sure I'm sure um, game time and experience will, will definitely help out with that. Um, some of the takeaways I've got, let's kick it off. Luke Metcalf is special. Special special is I've been saying it for a while now at Manly at Cronulla um, every every single NRL game he's played whether it be Nines whether it be actual Telstra Premiership he's looked special in every single one but he just doesn't get picked the next week because he's filling in for a week because Moylan's out or because um, Turbo wasn't playing Nines but he looked good in every game he's played so I knew he'd be good for the Warriors Um it's just whether or not he did enough to lock down that six jersey for this season. Yeah, and I mean, the performance we saw, <clears throat> the thing I was going to say is, I think Tamara Martin playing at seven foreshadowed a little bit that Sean Johnson would be at six, and then maybe they, them two would find out for that jersey, but I think I'm wrong. But it was a little thing that I had to look into. Um, what were his final stats? A try, a couple of try assists. His stats didn't look but he's in, as good like, as he so, played, oh, in my opinion. Yeah. But, um, so he had one try, uh, 10 points, so three from five conversions. Um, 150 run meters for a half yeah. is ridiculous. I uh, had a line break in there, uh, four tackle breaks. Where I thought he had a try assist. No, it was back there. I thought he had a try assist. I said he had none. 
I don't. Th- oh no, he. Uh, I don't think he had one. He threw a good pass yeah, to Vileo, which then led to Marcelo. That's probably what I'm thinking. Well, of. He threw a massive cutout ball yeah. to Vileo, and Vileo gave it to Montoya. Okay, I mean, yeah, that's the one we're thinking of. of but no, yeah, but that, awesome. that that try was special. He was awesome. Um, I, I think Tamara Martin was great at yeah. seven as well. Controlled yeah. the game well. His kicking game was a lot better than I thought it would be as well. Yeah, no, that that halves combo looked good. I don't know why you were changing up. Um, the other takeaway I had, well, I had, uh, I have two. I'll put these two into one. First of all, Montoya, there was questions about whether he was even going to play first grade this year, and he comes out and bangs a hat trick. And, you know, you can probably say, oh, wing a hat trick. It's like you basically get served the ball. But he, w- he was creating a lot of his tries with the, the timing of his runs and breaking out of uh, tackles. So he's still a first grader. And the other one, Tom Arle, is also still a first grader, and he was very impressive. Tom Arle will 100% be in that 17 this year after that game. He was they had a immense. few spots in their forward pack that were probably up for debate whether they're going to be starting or reserves or just depth. Tom Arle, impressed. He was he, immense. He was very good. I think, was he your breakout pick? Uh Oh. oh no! It's you just randomly put him in your seventeen. I was like, "Who's this guy?" Yeah, and then yeah, I watched him on the on the, uh, last Thursday, and he's pretty man, good. He was he was their main. They were just killing you guys up the middle, and him and Bunty FL were the main reasons for that. Yeah, well, another point I wanted to get to is the Tigers' defense still looks very shaky. Now take it with a grain of salt. There's about three regular uh, top 17 players out on the park. But, man, they were getting torched on that edge. Look, I don't think... I think Scolari got found infield a little bit too much coming in, too much to look either look for a hit or just to uh, close in, and that really exposed you on that side. I think um, Talao hasn't played in a bit, so I, I think it was mainly just your right edge defense that got. Yeah, because Metcalf was on that side too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. Yeah, nah, he was. So um. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit hard to um throw a bunch of guys in that have been injured and expect them to defend well, especially in a trial. Um, against, I'd say that edge was mostly NRL level players, so um. Yeah, I wouldn't read too much into it. I think the Tigers are still gonna be uh, much better than they were last year. I can't, I can't see them being anywhere near the spoon again this year. And you've got heaps of players to come in. Yeah, you're right. Well, the last um, I had two impressive players from the Tigers, and that was Stefano and Charlie Staines. Now, Stefano, I think, kind of speaks for himself, like. He was in the New South Wales extended camp. Um, he's been in and around the New South Wales camp for, uh, you know, since, what, under-18s. Um, but he just looks so fit, and he look, uh, he's probably going to start, and he looked awesome out there. Um, Staines impressed me at fullback. I know the only clip people saw of him playing was him getting belted by Montoya over the try line, but... I think he, he got some good touches and he looked exciting. He was putting a few grubbers in close to the line, throwing a few cutout balls. We haven't really seen the ball playing from him at all. So I was pretty I was pretty impressed with him. I think there is definitely some competition between uh, him and Dane Laurie for that one. 
Yeah, I think Laurie's probably the favourite still at the moment, but yeah, I definitely didn't expect Staines to play as good as he did. Yeah. Uh, like you said, he had some really good touches. The other player I want to touch on is Fanua Pole. I thought Stefano and Pole were probably your best two players. Um, I know he's playing on an edge, and he'll probably be coming off the bench as a middle forward this year. But um, I thought he was great. I think he's got a bit, massive motor. Um, it looks like he can ball play a little bit. But, um, yeah, he was kind of torching those halves and uh, the second rows for the Warriors on that edge. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I Yeah, I wouldn't read too much into the scoreline again. It's just a hit about. No one's really trying to get injured and play too much defense. But, you know, a 36-point loss is probably not something that fills you with confidence as a player coach or even a fan uh first friday game what was it 550 555 555 knights versus Cronulla. uh this one finished 28 16 the knights middles concern me a little bit they concern me a little bit too i know the score was 28 16 but sh- if you watch the game you'll know sharks dominated well completely if you, if you look at if you look here uh, the Knights had a 72nd and 78th minute try. So, well, Josh Finau scored in the yeah. last minute. So, if, if we t- if we take away the last 10 minutes, you can see the real domination from the Sharks. Yep. Sharks killed them, in my opinion. Um, and lo- like you said, the Knights' middles, um, even though they're probably... Oh, apart from Hastings, I think most of them won't... You get regular minutes. Oh, and Braley, obviously. But um, I don't think they were that bad. But they didn't show kind of what I wanted to say. Like, Hastings, new recruit. Um, Braley coming back from injury is supposed to be a kind of big inclusion with his service out of dummy half and his running game. And they just didn't. They just didn't look amazing to me. No, neither. Yeah, uh, their middles, Saifidi, the Saifidi boys didn't impress me up front together, at all. Neither did it. No, I think the Saifidi boys even last year dropped off a little bit. I think Jacob played better than his brother, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Daniel Saifidi was supposed to be. I think twenty twenty one. He was one of the best props in the game. Yeah. So you're right. Um, I wouldn't read too much into how Newcastle's back line played because um, I don't think many of them are going to get minutes. I think Marzu will be a starting winger. Um, that's about it. That's about it. I think the rest, um, they've already kind of sorted out their back line. It'll be Dom Young, Gagai and Braden Best in there uh, who didn't play. Uh, what do you think of Kurt Mann at lock? Um... I think he was all right. He moved the ball pretty well when he had it. Um, I mean, we saw what we saw what Kurt Mann is last year. I'm not going to say I expected him to come out and, and be Isaiah Go, but he was he was solid enough. But again, I think they have to start Elliot there because I wasn't impressed with their middle defense. I think they got ran over a little bit. And I think, me too. I think Especially Elliot, by the Sharks' middles. Yeah, I think Elliot just he needs to be he needs to be starting because that. Was not impressive. Like, look at look at the tries that the Sharks scored. They were just rolling over them in the middle and getting their field position. Two players I actually want to say were pretty good: uh, Phoenix Crossland and Adam Clune. Yeah, I thought they were pretty good for Newcastle. I thought Clune um, kind of 
calm the ship a little bit in the second half. I think especially um, especially in those last 10 minutes, he was the one taking over. And he probably set up those last two tries single-handedly. Yeah. I mean, not single-handedly, but... Um, like he he was the reason for them. You're talking about Crossland or Clune? Clune. Oh, I thought you were talking about Crossland, sorry. And then I think Crossland was just solid when he was on throughout the game. Well he'll probably be the utility. So Yeah. Whether or not you like that, I think that's how they're gonna go with it. Um The other point I had about the Sharks is a certain second row by the name of Teague Wilton, who is an absolute machine. Like, he is. He, and, and he does a lot of the stuff that doesn't show up directly on the stats. But his defense and the way he runs lines, even if it's a decoy line. Because um, I think Iroh was playing outside of him, right? And he, he was he was just... Fe- yeah, he was. Yep. He was just feasting off Wilton's decoys and his hands. So, Teague Wilton's a very, very underrated player. Yeah, he was awesome. Um, was awesome. I think last year... Uh, there's a bit of competition for that second row spot there, but um, I think I think he'll play 80 minutes this year. And if hope. he does, the Cronulla, that, that edge is looking very, looking nice. very, very good. Very nice. The 8, 8, 8.05 p.m., I believe it was, or 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock game, Rabbitohs versus Seagulls. Seagulls get the job done by two points. I really liked what I saw. Yeah, well, the first the first twenty minutes were a bit iffy. Um, actually, n- not even the first twenty minutes. Uh, the, the defense on our goal line defense concerns me a little bit for Manly, even though it was was literally none of their stars. But um, in attack, I think we looked incredible. So did South. I mean, there was a lot to like for both teams in that game, and I think it was a very entertaining one as well. Um. I think it was Tiupa or Taupa. How do they how do they pronounce it? Tiupa, I think. Tiupa. He's the Walker successor. That's what I've got down here. Like, he was amazing. He looks very good in the first half. So, uh, you know, Cody Walker's getting up in there. They're up there in age, so I doubt South make a splash for another six. And, you know, once Walker moves on... Ilias will have enough experience to see that halves uh, accommodation around. I think Tiupa comes straight in. Other players I thought were good. I thought Blake Taff played really good for South. Uh, I thought just in open space, he was kind of torching us or like on kick returns a little bit. Uh, I also thought Tom Carr looked very, very good on the wing. Just solid. Uh, scored a try in the corner early on in the game. Made a lot of breaks. Would have ran close to 200 meters, I'd say. And um, Talis Duncan. Yeah, I have him in my notes. I thought was very good. He's in our team of the week Another at Campbell. 13. Yeah, I, I think he's got a big future in the NRL. He's a defensive monster. Yeah, you're right. The, the, the name I want to talk about from Manly is um, Gordon Chan Kum Tong. From what, he was from, so good. From what I saw, um, I got written down here. He's a year or two away from being an absolute star. I think so too. Um, I, I would even consider. I know Cooper Johns had a great game, and he's utility. probably that big body to utility. Yeah, yeah, I think I think him with switching with Lachlan Croker throughout the game could be very good, and then that frees up Carl Lawton to play in the second row, which is what I want him to do instead of coming off as a utility. Mm. Yeah, 
Well, I think that would be better for Manly anyways because you're going to miss that bit of punch from when Walker came on and, you know, he's not afraid to run out of dummy half and have a scoot and whatever. And that's basically polar opposite to how often Croker... And his service is good too. Yeah. I just want to find out how old he is actually. Um, I think he's quite young. Yeah. Well, another young guy I want to talk about is um, Raymond Tuimalo Vega. I have here that he should lock down the left edge spot, and now he's been dropped. He's he's not even in the starting seventeen. We'll, so. we'll get into that later. Gordon's twenty one. Just by the yeah. way, um, we'll get into that later. But I think Raymond needs to have. What oh, it really depends on if Garrick's going to play on the wing. I think Garrick has to have that left edge spot. But if Garrick's moving into the centers, which all reports are saying Manly have signed him to do, I think Raymond's got to be on that wing. But he was so, he's been solid now for two straight years in trials. Like, and the games he played last year. Yeah, you got to give him a And go he was good point. in, um, uh, through juniors, SG Ball, mm. New South Wales. He, he's looked very, very good. And Tui Palutu, I'll say, was actually very good against South. Uh, had some strong runs, but I just think Raymond is pro- probably the player we need. I think Tui Palutu's had his chance, and I don't think. He was exceptional. I think he started off all right, but then he kind of started to get a bit lazy in defense and then wasn't contributing to attack as much. I think that might be because Manly took a massive hit in form at the end of the season. But if I was if I was Seabold, I'd be playing Raymond as well, e- even if it was on Tui Palutu's edge. Yeah. No, I would be because you know, like Raymond's definitely younger than Tui Palutu, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, he has more time if you want to give him a bit of time, but, yeah, I think he's, at the end of the day... He, he's such a good finisher and a strong runner of the ball. That's so his need. kick returns are going to be immense. Um, and he just, he finishes one of the... I don't think Tui Palucci's a finisher. I think he's more of just a solid, a solid winger. Yeah. Like... His kick returns are good. He can um, run out the like second tackle when the forwards aren't back yet. Can take a run, do it well. I don't think he's that finisher in the corner that um, I think Manly probably need with Turbo and the DCAs and the the edge ball players they have. So um, yeah, like you said, Raymond should be in this team. I agree. And uh, the was this a Saturday game? Uh, yes, it was five or six o'clock. Panthers versus Eels. I think it was six o'clock. Ah, uh, yeah, six o'clock. Six o'clock. Um, neither sides really impressed me. I mean, we know what we're getting from the Panthers. This was nothing to do with them. Uh, a, a player that did stand out. I, I had a couple of players from the Eels that stood out to me. Sean Russell and Zach Sini. Sean Russell ran for over 200 metres and Zach Sini scored a double and had a try assist, I think. I thought Sini was good. I'm not sure if there's going to be enough to get him into first grade this year. Well, But they do have a centre yeah, spot to fill. Um, Sean Russell. I mean, Hayes Dunster hasn't been picked in either of the trials, I don't think. And I remember he had a hat-trick on debut in the first half last season and then broke his ribs, was it? And then yeah. and then never returned. And he's impressed. He, he impressed me against Penrith, like you said. Uh, I know it was that fullback, but um, obviously that fullback spot's not open with uh, Gutho on the edge, but uh, not edge, you know, at fullback. Yeah. But I think Sean Russell could be locking himself down a wing spot. 
if I'm being honest. No, he looked he looked amazing. He looked amazing. Um, someone that was a little disappointing for me. I have two people: Jake Arthur and Josh Hodgson. Josh Hodgson made a few pretty bad errors. I mean, that'll fix up as he as he has more playing time. But Jake Arthur was he just struggled to really create, and um, Jordan Rankin looked much better than him. Yeah, I'm. <sighs> I'm not too sure about Jake Arthur and how he's going to fare in the NRL. I know he's a young player, but just because he's young doesn't necessarily mean he's going to come very good. He's had quite a bit of time in first grade now. I'd say there's been a few injuries to Mitch Moses, and they even tried moving Dylan Brown to the center at some point. He's played a lot of 14. And I don't think there's been a game, apart from maybe his debut against the Warriors, where I was like, this guy's going to be something special. I'm just not sure. I think if they do lose Mitch Moses, I'm not sure Jake Arthur is who they want leading them around the park at that at this stage in his career. I think they'd need to go out and look for another seven. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, he's still a broad prospect, though, so there's plenty of time for him to fix up oh, the yeah. flaws in his game. Plenty of time. Uh, for Penrith, look, there's not much you can really take away because... None of these players are really going to be there around one apart from Taruva. But Jesse McLean is actually pretty pretty impressive to me. He was. 189 metres and four tackle breaks. I actually thought our uh, Penrith Crichton replacement, Tom Jenkins, was very good as yeah, well. Yeah, he was. He was. I was very impressed with it. I was impressed with both the centres, to be honest. But, you know, Taruva's going to take some time to get adjusted to playing centre rather than wing and playing on right edge rather than left. Um, I was a bit. I mean, Hopkins was in the All Star game, but I would have, I would have liked to see him play. Yep. Um, but yeah, let's touch a bit more on Sini. He looked at home in the centres, and I've never really seen him play at centre. But he looked really good. I thought he did too. I thought he was listed as a centre before he came into the Tigers lineup. Maybe. But um, yeah, I thought he looked good. Um, we'll get into team list. Uh, for next week, and we'll see if um he get uh, got picked again. I think he may have, but um th- there's a spot there now that Wonga Blake's is it, now that Wonga Blake's injured. Um, they could give it to Simonson, but um, Sini and Charles looked more than good enough to fill that spot in for a few weeks. Yeah, I'm with you. I think you know taking away my Tigers bias away from the game. I actually think he was really impressive. Even in defense, he was pretty good. Um, yes, Jenkins did score that runaway try, but that's not really anything. That was a, I think that was Hodgson that threw that pass, or yeah. Um, and Jenkins picked it up and ran the length of the field. So I wouldn't necessarily say that Sini showed anything where he couldn't he couldn't be, you know, solid enough in defense to play first grade. Um, and yeah, as you said, with Wonga Blake out. And Penasini being on the right edge psh, blows that spot right open. I'm with you. Battle of the Saints. And my first and basically only point about the Dragons is that they're in a lot of trouble. I watched this game start to finish. Um, I, had a, I had a multi on it that didn't get up, but... um. 30-18 to, to St. Helens, they deserve to win by a lot more. 
the way they played. Um, Wellsby was great. Uh, Mackinson was great. We had a we had a few of them in our team of the week or in the running for the team of the week. Um, Dragons just didn't. They didn't look good. They and they played most of their team as well. Um, and the players that aren't going to be in the team, I thought actually looked pretty good. I thought Trey Stewart was all right. Um, at fullback. And I think he was probably their best player. He's only yeah. going to be in first grade this year. Yeah. Um, the only other positive I can really take away from it is um, I think Lomax on the left and Sully on the right looks a lot better for them. That, yeah, that was one of my notes that they switched them to. I that, think Lomax looked way more comfortable on the left. He didn't do much, granted, but I think he just looked a bit... And I think that Sully, once Sully and Rafa get that combination right, it's going to be hard to stop. And I will say, um, Murdoch Masella looked pretty good at second row. Yeah, he was pretty good, actually. He did surprise me. And I think because Bird's move is going to be playing six this year instead of Sullivan, which I know we both disagree with, I think Murdoch Masella and Sua will probably be their second rowers. Yep. Um, Blake Laurie looks way fitter and way more energized. He put on a few big hits, which really impressed me. Um, yeah, I was really happy with his performance. If you're a Dragons fan, you're probably really happy with that performance too, because um, he really ripped in for for the boys in that one. Yeah, well, he just got that that contract extension too, so that's probably another reason why he's gonna be out with the point to prove that he deserved that extension. I think if the Dragons have uh, um, have any hope this year, they need him to be yeah. their enforcer in the pack. Yep, yeah, yeah, spot on. Then Helen's Mackinson, if he wasn't 31, he'd be the hottest winger in the market. Agree or disagree? Agree. He's one of the best wingers in the world. He was awesome. And he'd he's be still- in my NRL top 10 easily. If he wasn't turning 32 this year, I think a lot more clubs would be hunting for him. Just going through that team, even Jack Wellsby was incredible in the World Cup. Uh, apparently, there's a few NRL clubs interested in him. Yep. I'd say the Dragons would be one after with, with what they need. Yeah. And, and they've just played him and he's dominated them. I thought um, James Roby managed the game very well. Uh, other news, Sione Matautia, is it, he's only 26. Did you know that? No. Apparently, he's uh, looking to come back to the NRL as well. Just didn't like it at Newcastle. Wanted something fresh. That's why I went over to St. Helens. Um, a forward you didn't mention was Alex Wormsley. I thought he was huge. He was huge. He's in our time of the week, isn't he? Yeah. I thought he was huge. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, just... Overall, St. Helens are a very good side. And I think the fact they're a Super League team probably turns some people off a bit. But, man, they were playing fluent footy. I mean, granted, they have played together for for quite a while, but they they impressed me a lot. And they they were very, very competitive. I think as well, I mean, taking nothing away from St. Helens, they were, they were incredible. With things like the World Cup Challenge and... Um, not just this year, but over the years, and English teams is we're just starting our season, whereas they're coming off their season. So I'd say they're a little bit more kind of in the groove of things when they come over to play in the World Cup Challenge or we go over there. 
and we're kind of just still in that rusty getting back into it stage so it can look a little bit not lopsided yeah. but you know you know what i'm saying yeah so um yeah but taking nothing away from them they looked a lot better they looked too way well too classy for the dragons yeah moving on next game 150 uh roosters versus storm now the roosters announced their team with a lot of first grade players and then none of them ended up starting the game but I was pretty happy with Allah I was pretty happy with um Warbrick Terrell May were solid I'd say Warbrick is probably gonna get that wing spot now that happy there he, he looked yeah good. maybe he was pretty good um Olam broken arm, fractured, this, was a fractured forearm. It was a fractured forearm. This is this is the danger of playing your um. It's Jack Holworth season, baby. Stars in um. I, I want it to be Jack Holworth season, but this is a problem with playing your stars in um, trial games, and I think Melbourne actually may have done a lot better had they had Olam not got injured. I think he was a big kind of. He's one of their big names, and they lost him very early on. I think it was the first tackle that he went went into. It was in the first five minutes of the game, 100%. Player I was actually most impressed with, and I'd almost say my player of the round, even though they lost, was uh, Farlogo. Yeah, I just said, I had a note. Uh, Sui Farlogo is a future star. Melbourne have a thing for generating fullbacks. If I was Melbourne, all right... I know they won't do this. It's unrealistic. Meany's going to be the fullback while Pappenhausen's out. But I'd almost consider Farlow go at fullback just for yeah, those so six to eight weeks. So would I. But I don't think he has a top 30 contract. I'm not sure. But someone's going to pick him up. Actually, he has a photo here, so maybe he does. Yeah. Well, he's, someone's going to pick him up if they don't. Um... I thought Wishart was pretty good as well. Yeah. Um, Joe Peza has big raps on him. But um, I wouldn't say it was bad. I just don't think he really stood out to me. Yeah, the member of the other member of the spine that stood out to me was Bronson Garlic. He looked awesome. I didn't see honestly. I didn't take notice of him too much. So I'll, I'll have to take your word for it. No, he looked really good. I reckon he'll get a lot of first grade opportunity. Um, come Origin period when Harry Grant's out. Um, and he's basically the only other nine unless they want to put Wish out there, but they're going to have to fill that monster spot anyway. Um, not much to say about the Roosters, really. The, the barely out of their first grade players play. I think I think Ethan King was very good. Um, I think Junior Pauger impressed me as well. I didn't expect him to play um, so good. Jake Turpin in the halves. He was good. He was good as yeah. well. So I think he actually might lock down that utility spot for this season now that... Yeah. Uh, Connor Watson's out. Um, Siwa Wong, I thought, was very good. Yep. Uh, I think the Roosters, they kept up with that Melbourne side, who are relatively, I don't, I want to say known players. They're not consistently in the 17 all the time, but, like, they're dubbed to be next, like, kind of stars of the game. And I just... I thought the young Roosters pack, not when the rest came on, but the young Roosters pack kept up with it very well. Yeah. You're, sp- um, you're spot on. I didn't see too much of this game, um, but I just know 
like I know from what I saw from Garlic and when I was checking in and you know I saw solid pieces and I saw that he was operating really well at a dummy half and the Roosters but the Roosters were running the show for that second half when Sam Walker came on I do want to say they did get outscored when oh. when the Stars came on for the Roosters oh did they? yeah well I mean late tries for Melbourne yeah and um it was even it was down to the wire the last minute Melbourne had a chance to tie or win the game and um there was an interception and um uh, I don't remember who it was but they I think it was the Junior Pauga let me look at this yeah it was Junior Pauga yeah it was a relatively close game in the end even though I think Roosters kind of Roosters looked better looked much better throughout the game um the next game I think it was 3pm Raiders versus Bulldogs. 3.55. Reed Marnie, Jacob Preston, Alamotti. Three big names I want to talk about. Reed Marnie just did, played his role perfectly. Didn't try to overplay his hand just because it was a trial. Jacob Preston, obviously now team of the week, impressed a lot of people in that second row. And Alamotti also looked very solid. He was very raw last year when we saw him, but he looks very refined now. He looks like he's got his game sorted out. I'm very excited. He's definitely going to be there in one. I caught more of the start of this game than um, the end of it. So my opinions are going to be mainly based on the start of the game. The player I actually think on the Bulldogs that impressed me the most was uh, Franklin Pele. Oh, he is a unit. Yeah. He's a hundred. I didn't, I didn't actually realize how big he was while he's at Cronulla, but he's 132 kilos. Yeah. By far the heaviest player in the game as well. And I thought Max King was very good as well while I was watching. Um, but apart from that, I just want to talk about Canberra. They didn't excite me at all. Yeah. At all. I know Savage, um, obviously, is going to be out for, uh, I think they're predicting six to eight weeks with a broken jaw. Um, I thought uh, Schiller... Or maybe it was Smith Shields. Did Smith Shields come on later in the game? Um, no, he didn't. I thought it was Schiller. Schiller. It was Schiller. Schiller ran the length of the field. Yeah, I thought Schiller was all right throughout the game. I think Croker has basically handed the... I didn't think he was good at all. I think he's handed the center spots to Chris and Tomoko. Did you think he was good? Um, Not really sold. I, yeah. I, I thought Schneider was pretty good. I thought Schneider was okay, yeah, but the, as a whole, the team didn't really excite me. I thought this was going to be a closer one than it was. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the team, they didn't put it together for me, in my No, my I opinion. agree. Uh, the two young prospects that I was looking at for Canberra were Trey Mooney and Mariota. Uh, Trey Mooney didn't impress me at all on an edge and Mariota I think was amazing he's probably a lock for round one Mariota lock uh, no oh lock. okay like, yeah 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 in the, in the Mariota I was no he was going to be my breakout player but then I ended up going Seb Chris I think yeah but um or Tomoko as mm. well was another one in there but yeah Trey Mooney has never really played on an edge that was it was surprising to me that he was there yeah in um, the first it's place it's just a huge question mark for me because he's a he's a lock or a prop 
Yeah, unless they're looking for him to come on and play an edge at some point during the game, but... I don't think that's his game. It's not at all. It's not at all. I was pretty disappointed with Canberra, but Bulldogs fans have a lot to look forward to. I, I, loved, so. I loved how Ryan Sutton played at lock. I thought he was, he was very solid too. And something you were talking about as well um, is switching Andrew Davies' side. He actually came on off the interchange and played on that right-hand edge, and I thought he looks pretty good. Yeah. So did I. When he was on, but um, we'll see if they end up starting him. I doubt season. it. I doubt it. Fatal Mariner probably starts. Next game, the first draw. Cowboys versus Dolphins, 22 all. Um, Dolphins struggled to beat the third string Cowboys. I'm going to be honest. I'm very, very worried for the Dolphins this year. I thought that they were going to come out, and I had them winning 13 plus because there was not a single player apart from Tamo that will get first grade minutes this year in my opinion yeah actually Sudrugu looked very good I think yeah. he may play himself into a uh, spot and maybe um, Neymar how do you pronounce this Neymar the, the winger oh, that scored two tries oh, maybe if there's an injury or Talangi selected over origin period he might come in for a few games I think Derby was pretty good too I thought he was good at, and um, oh, who am I thinking of Thomas Duffy. I thought he was all right as well. Yeah. But I was expecting the Dolphins to come out and really put themselves kind of kind of make a statement. Even though, like I don't think they'll be great this year, but I was expecting them to come out and beat this Cowboys side. Like look at who's named. Yeah. It's it wasn't the most convincing performance ever. Uh Katoa was a bit up and down in the halves. Yep. He was he had a horrible start to the game. Yeah. Their first two kickoffs they, Katoa dropped it on the first play of the game. Then they scored through, I think it was Bostock. Yeah. And then the next kickoff, I think Gildart caught it and ran backwards over the line. <laughs> so the first two kickoffs, oh. they it was straight turnovers. And then, oh, yeah. I think there was times in the game where they looked good. I didn't think Asako looked good at fullback at all. I think he's way too hesitant. Um, threw balls he shouldn't have, didn't throw balls he should have. Um, obviously he hasn't played fullback in a while, I don't think. I think he, he'll be on the wing. Oh, you know what? I think Bostock might actually have the spot over him. Jack Bostock was probably... He's my, yeah, he's in my notes. One of their, very solid. One of their good players. Um, Someone else that was very solid was Herman SASA. Got through a ton of work I in the middle. I thought he was good as well. So I, he's got to be there come round one too. I thought um, Harrison Graham out of dummy half looked very good as well um, before he went down with his injury. Yep. I think he's, I think it was a knee injury. Uh, I think he'll be out for a few weeks, but I think Marshall King had that spot. Yeah, he's got it anyway. Sort of anyway, but um, it's good to mention him. I thought Stone looked okay when he was on. But apart from that, not a lot of positives for the Dolphins to me. I mean, in the end, they got... Uh, um, they got a result, I guess, with a draw. It wasn't a loss, but um, yeah, I don't know about. Uh, I don't know about them this year. They had quite a few first grade players or first grade level players that will get minutes this year. I wasn't wasn't impressed by them whatsoever. Yeah, well, you know, Sadrugu and Derby were my standouts for the Cowboys. I had Sadrugu is just a machine, and Derby two tries, two hundred eighty three meters. Not much to talk about from that game because the Dolphins were pretty poor and the Cowboys didn't really have any first graders in their lineup. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh huh. Uh, 
Broncos versus Titans. Reese Walsh way more comfortable back at uh, back at Red Hill, back in a Broncos jersey, and Tristan Saylor also came on. Oh, you know what? Ezra Mam didn't ca- convince me too much. Tristan Saylor could slot his way into that six. Sailor at six? Yeah, he's played six before. Okay, fair he's enough. Uh, yeah, Ezra Mam uh, didn't exactly impress me too much, but um, I think you give him time. It's only a trial. He was probably tipped to be the six this season. Reese Walsh obviously injured his uh, eye, but yeah, I was expecting him to be a lot more comfortable. They named a pretty strong side for a, t- for a trial Broncos and uh, so did the Titans but we'll get into that later but I thought Walsh off the back of those players was always going to look more comfortable than he did at the Warriors oh yeah no just spot on but I was just really surprised about how good he looked like he he the way he was flying around that attack and sneaking around the back and just popping up randomly it was he looked insane he looked insane. I think he's going to have a huge year. Uh, Marty Tapao had a big impact off the bench. I think he, I thought, I he, thought was he was great very well. good. A um, little bit of added depth for the Broncos bench there. Cam Pereira and Keeney. I was going to say Cam Pereira and uh, Jojo Fafita looked great. Yeah, that, that's a great the edge. Two, the two wingers um, off the bench were great. I thought Tanner Boyd was good. Yeah, we got him down here too. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of positives to take away from both teams, to be honest. Yeah, I thought um, they they shifted Jaden Campbell to center to bring on um, Keanu Keeney. It was interesting, and I know I think Campbell needs to start to play a few different positions because obviously he's going to be utility this year, and he's not always just going to slot straight in at fullback. In fact, I don't think he'll play much fullback off the bench at all this year because I think Brimson can play 80 minutes. So I think he's going to have to learn to kind of shift around. I think he would have been training in different positions like center. Yep. But um, yeah, Keeney's definitely a fullback. And um, who'd they take off? Was it Shop or Sami? Um, I believe it was Sami. Yeah, fair. I thought Sami was okay as well. To be fair, now that we're yeah. mentioning him. Mhm. So um, it it was a bit of a it was it was a bit of a like it was twenty four six half time. I finished twenty four all. It was a bit of a nothing game, but that's what trials are. Did you see that try though from Tristan Saylor and Jordan Pereira? Yep. That's why I'm saying Saylor at six, bro. Did you see that kick? That was like Benji esque. Yeah. No, I'm with you there, but I still think I think Ezra Mam will keep the spot. He's only, I mean, Sailor's young too, but Mam's still only like 19, 20 years old. Yeah, yeah. And he looked good in first grade last year, so yeah. I don't think that they'll be jumping to put Tristan Sailor in. But um, if he doesn't impress throughout the season, I think they could definitely make that spot. Yeah, I'm with you. So a round wrap up is done. Week one was a bit hit and miss, I would say. I wasn't like some games were very entertaining, some players put their name kinda in contentions for top set, uh top thirty spots and all yeah. that kind of stuff. There were some dead games in there as well to be honest that I wasn't too interested in, but um yeah. Alright. So, you wanna talk about this week? Forget about the past. Let's get into this week. Friday, 5.55. Wait, first of all, from last week, give me your most impressive team and your your most disappointing team. 
Table, okay. Most impressive or outdid expectation? What, whatever you want to put under the banner. I think Manly out... Okay. Listen, outdid my expectation of them, but I think the most impressive team of the week for me was actually the Warriors. Yeah. I'll go the Warriors too. My most disappointing, I'm not going to say the Tigers just because they barely had any first graders playing. It's going to be the Dolphins. Dolphins, yeah. I'm with you there. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of positives you can take from that. All right. Kicking it off uh, Friday at 5.55 p.m. I don't know why they don't just make it at 6, but it is Ian Gosford. Just great ground there, but... um, Anyway, the Knights are Lockie Miller in at fullback. I love it. We're finally going to see this back line. Miller, Marju, Gagai best. Dom Young. Looking at this throughout the week, I think it's going to be a... Um, it's definitely going to be more of a... Get your combinations up, put in players you you want to start kind of week. Um, Gagai and best in the centres. I think that's going to be the centre pairing come round one. Dom Young, Marju, we got Ponger and Hastings and Braley in there. So you got their spine in there. We get to see how they gel, can't how they mix. Ponger. I can't actually. I, I can't wait to watch Miller and Ponger. Yeah, they're they're the two players I want to look at the most. It's such a it's such a like throw together team that it interests me so much. Like Lockie Miller's your number one fullback target. And that's no disrespect to him. I'm just saying, like, there's other people that they could have gone and got. They could have gone and CNK. Oh, no, they couldn't have. Sorry, excuse me. Um, but they could have gone and got a lot more people and probably been able to pry them away. So They were going after Ruben Garrick. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So to he be, was number one. To be fair to them. But um, it uh, looks like they've gone with the same props. They've got Frizzell in there. Welcome Fitzgibbon, second row. They've stuck with him. We expected Brody Jones, I think, yeah, I'm to be there. So, so sold on that. Kurt Mann at lock Adam Elliott on the interchange. I'm not too sure about that either. It's Phoenix, just silly. Phoenix Crossland, obviously the utility, like you said, and Jack Johns is in there. Over, like... Uh, I, w- I honestly would have had uh, Brady Jones or Matt Croker, who's not even here. But um, uh, no, um, uh, Jack Johns was impressive to me. I just don't know why you bring in Adam Elliott and then don't start him. Like I hope this is not foreshadowing that. Like I would rather play Adam Elliott on an edge and have him sitting on the bench. I'd rather play him at front row. No, I'm not joking. I don't. I, understand. I don't. Yeah, I don't see his impact off the bench at all. Just, uh, but honestly, I would I would have Adam Elliott with Kurt Mann as the either just on the bench or the utility. Bro, yeah, I would like I had my bench was like Tyson Gamble, Kurt Mann, Leo Thompson, uh, Hetherington. Yeah. Oh, Hetherington as well. But yeah, he's injured. I yeah. Think. Okay. Um, night side. I, I'm 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 just keen. I'm just keen to see this spine get a hit out. Really, Miller, Ponga, Hastings, Braley. If you want to throw Kurt Man in the spine, you can throw Kurt Man in the spine. I just want to see how they gel together. And yeah, I just want to see a combination because at the end of the day, these four are scoring the points. These four, yeah, these four are scoring the points. Um, they're generating the attack. So if it's not there, then the Knights are in for a long year. Parramatta, Guthrie, fullback. Um, their wingers, Lumi Lumi and Russell. I think this is... I think we're foreshadowing a bit. I think Sean Russell is going to lock down that wing spot mm-hmm. over Dunster, which is what I would have done 
uh, before trials. Penasini and Sini as the centers, I think, is no. You were you were a Dunster fan. Yeah, that's what I said. You would have done before trials. Yeah, before trials, I would have had Dunster. Oh right, okay. Now, now I'm starting to think they're gonna go Sean Russell. Yeah. Um, Penasini and Sini in the centers. Um, is Simonson injured? I'm I'm not sure. I don't even know if he's in the squad. So because he, okay. he had a shoulder problem, to be honest. Okay, maybe maybe it's something to do with that. Well, I was gonna say maybe Sini has locked down that center spot. Obviously, Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses are gonna be their halves. Do you think Mitch Moses confirms his future before before this game before he puts on the Paramount outfit and plays, or do you think he's just gonna? I think it'll be done by round one. I'm not going to put a certain time on it. Uh, well, there was someone the other day who was 100% certain that he was re-signing the power. And well, it's been two days since I came out. Yeah, about that. Look, if, it, if it's true, then it's true. But the announcement just didn't happen. Um, yeah, I still don't know if he's re-signing the power. Like, some people have a, a kind of feel for it. And, oh, he's para for life. Or he's going back to the tires. I could not tell you where he's going to end up. Neither. I the think fact, it's I think it's a fifty fifty. The fact that it's gone on for so long is kind of actually just just because um they seem so certain that he'd already signed. I think Para has the edge yeah. in my mind at the moment, but um yeah, it's it's definitely up in the air. Yeah. Not for me. Uh but we are probably seeing the pack for round one. Uh RCG, Paulo, Hodgson, Sean Lane, Matt Dury, Jermaine Hopgood. Matt Dury. Yeah. Very out there. Very out there. I would have gone honestly Murchie. Just for, until Madison's back. Yeah. Matt Dory, did he play a lot of first grade last year? No, nah, he spent a lot of time out through injury yeah. over the past couple of years. Um, Makasi Makatoa, I knew we were going to see on the bench. I think Jake Arthur was always going to be a utility. I don't think he's going to get left out of the team. I, oh, I probably would have gone... Okay, actually, you can play reserves in trials. I was going to say yeah. I would have gone Mitch Rain. Well, to just yeah. to ease Josh Hodson back into it. Wiramu Greg, I actually forgot to um, put it out there. I actually thought he played very good against Penrith. Yeah, and I think I he can come on and play it. second row as well. Let me just look at his stats against Penrith because I thought I thought he had a very, very good game. Um, and yeah, the other member of that bench is Jack Murchie, so we'll probably see him come on for Matt Duria at some point in the game. Place that's Wiram McGregor. Eleven runs, one hundred and ten meters, sixty-one post-contact meters. Yeah, that's it. That's not bad. Solid enough. Bring him off the bench. You'd be happy with one hundred and ten meters off the yeah. bench. I don't um, know what I've got to say about nice Parramatta, to be honest. What's your tip? Uh, uh, Parramatta one to twelve. I oh, you, Knights have their best team in there I think Parramatta are still missing a few but Knights didn't didn't impress me last week I know it's only trials but um I got yeah I think I'm still gonna go Parramatta 1 to 12 I think they just have enough quality in there with Mitch Moses Dylan Brown Gutho I mean Hodgson I know he's just coming back RCG but I, I think Parramatta 1 to 12 from what I saw from the Knights last week against the Sharks I'm gonna go Parramatta 13 plus that's fair Who's your player to watch? Give me one for each team, and I'll give you mine. Uh, my player to watch for the Newcastle Knights is going to be Lachlan Miller. Mm-hmm. Obviously, new signing in at fullback. Um, 
I think he might torch torch him a little bit, to be honest. Yep. So shifty. And um player to watch at Parramatta is gonna be Sean Russell. See if he can lock down that wing spot. Alright. Uh, I, I don't disagree with those picks. For me, Caleb Pong is a player to watch for the Knights. I know it's pretty obvious, but he should be the player to watch. He's transitioning into the five eighth role now. And I really need to see how that combination works with Jacka and Miller and uh Braley. For the Eels, I'd be watching Zach Sini. That was that was almost my pick as well. I'd be watching him because the Eels still need to lock down that center spot and put someone in there. And if he shows up again today, uh, this week, and plays some good footy, then I'm, we'll probably probably see him there round one. The next Friday game, you can take it away, Brett. Uh, this is a traditional one. This trial happens every year. Roosters versus Manly at Gosford. I usually go to this one, but I'm not this year. Roosters look to be playing a pretty full-strength squad, whereas I don't think Manly are. Um, Tedesco at fullback. Obviously, he's going to be their fullback throughout the year. Tupon Jackson-Paulo on the wings. I think that's foreshadowing who are going to be the wingers this year with Suwali again playing center. Um, Corey Allen also his center's partner. I think we all know that spot's going to go to Joey Manu. Yep. Come round one, but uh, it'd be interesting to see nonetheless. Drew Hutchinson at six with Sam Walker. Um, obviously, no Luke Keary, but I saw uh, an physio put out that um, he had a head knock at training. But very, very minor. I think it's precautionary that Drew Hutchinson's in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lindsay Collins, Matt Lodge, maybe the starting prop. Uh, Jared Burger-Hargreaves isn't in the team, so who knows? Well, that's a more than capable st- um, starting props. Uh, Brandon Smith at nine. Uh, both the Butchers in at second row, Egan and Nat, and Victor Radley at 13. Terrell May, um, how, how did we pronounce? Nalfahu White. Nalfahu White, Jake Turpin, and Siwa Wong on the bench. Wong impressed me last week. He did. He was very good. Um... I think, yeah, <clears throat> whatever's going on with Crichton, whether that stuff is true or not, um, I think he probably sl- slots back into that 11 spot over Egan Butcher. Yeah, Jerry Manu comes back in at four and Luke Curry comes back at six. That bench may stay the same. Maybe they'll pre- uh, replace White with Egan Butcher. I, I think, oh, and JWH comes in. I think, yeah, but I think Turbin's probably going to be that utility for... It's going to be hard because Hutchison's been there for so long. Yeah, but I just think Brandon Smith at nine probably yeah. needs a nine replacement, like a, a experienced nine. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, um, this this looks like a full strength Rooster squad apart from Joe Manu, Kiri, and the second rowers. Yeah, two bananas to recover from an injury. Yep. I'd say that Butcher probably gets to start anyway. Yeah. Um. I'm, I, I didn't catch much of Suwali'i playing center last week. Did you? No, I honestly didn't. Did he? Oh, I don't think he even played that much. Yeah, neither. Um, but I think he will transition to the centers this year. And I think oh, Tupon Suwali on one side is going to be a kicking threat every single set. That's going to be killer. Every single attacking set, they're going to walk on that side to, to kick it. That's where Sam Walker's going every single time. And Luke Keery. And Luke I, I would say teams might even switch their wingers around for the Roosters game if one's taller or one's better aerial just for that threat. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, 
Man, I'm just thinking. Yeah. Sawali and Tupa on one kicking edge with with Tolu Kola and Tui Palutu, probably two of the smallest edge edge players in the comp. I just Saab's definitely Saab has to take that side when we come back. Not ju- not just for the Roosters, but Saab will, Saab will probably be there. That'll help out. But um, onto Manly Ko weeks at fullback. Obviously Turbo probably being rested until round one. I'd say. Um, I don't mind it. He would be my backup fullback throughout this season anyway. Wouldn't would you agree? Yeah, I, even though Garrick was so good there last year, I think it just disrupts the momentum of the team. Yeah, me too. Um, Garrick on the wing, which I find interesting. I obviously love Brad Parker and Tolo Caller in there, but uh, Garrick, all reports are saying he's signed to play center. So, say Bob. Like, do you want to lose Garrick? Uh, or maybe the reports are wrong. Maybe he's going to play on the wing this year, which I'd actually be a lot more comfortable with, if I'm being honest. Yeah. If Garrick was on the wing and we had Parker and Kohler as our centre pairing. Uh, two Palutu in over Ray Vega, which we said we didn't like. Uh, obviously, Saab is still injured. Schuster in at six, I think, is is big. I want to see how he plays. Um, no DCE. Yeah. Which I'm a little bit confused about. But uh, Cooper Johns was good last week. I think he'll he'll do an all right job again. Obviously, Cooper Johns is going to have to shift sides from what he was playing last week. So, um, but he kind of roamed the field anyway. Another thing that really interests me the most about this is Jacob Prop with Kepi at lock. I like it. I think it foreshadows. That Jake is the prop this year, and I I I, lo- I like it as well, but I don't know if Kepi's the lock option I'd go no, with. No, it'll be um. Oh, I had this thought yesterday, and now I can't think of it. Um, no, no, just let me think because it'll come back to me. Lawton, Nathan Brown. Okay, okay, yes, 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 yes. If that swap does happen. Look, well, this looks like it's putting it in position to happen. Because you don't move Jake out of... Because, prop for no look, reason. I'm going to be honest, I love Jake to prop as the option. Yeah. I think he's kind of... I know he's a good ball player, and I think he'll ball player from lock as well anyway in a lot of our plays. But I don't think he's that mobile lock that you need in today's game at the moment. So I, I like that a lot. And I think Nathan Brown at lock, I think that just... The pack looks so much better like that. Like... Yeah. Paseca, or no, it'll probably be Aloye. Yeah. Come, come season. Aloye, oh, Jake Trebojevic, Halmole, whoever's going to play at second row. It looks like it's going to be Kelmer because he's been named here with Nathan Brown. I like that pack a lot better. Much better. Than, than That's what exciting. It, I, I like what Seabold's done there. I think Seabold is going to change up a lot of what I'm used to seeing because yeah. obviously he's a new coach today. Chan Kom Tong stays in at nine instead of Croker. I don't think Rocky's in the squad though. Aloya is on the reserves. Ooh. This is interesting. interesting. I don't I, I'm gonna be honest, I don't mind Paseca starting if Aloya is gonna come off the bench. I don't mind yeah. that either. Um but Paseca and Aloya are two guys who will hundred percent be in the seventeen. Yeah. The, um, the bench, Jake Toby gets uh, another spot after he was pretty impressive against South. Ethan Bullymore, Viliami Fafita and Toff Sipley. I've got an unpopular opinion here. Jake yeah. Toby racked up stats, but I wasn't honestly... Did you watch the whole game? No. I wasn't honestly too impressed with him. Mm-hmm. He made a lot of errors. Okay. 
but oh, you know, he was good. He he wasn't, but he wasn't. He wasn't as as much as everyone's kind of hyped him up to be. He was very good in cut last year, though. I will give him that. He did play cut last year. I thought it was someone else. Yeah, but um, Villiami Fafita here again, which I really like. He impressed me a lot last week. Uh, Bullymore impressed me a lot last week, and so did Toff Sipley. So I don't mind that bench at all. I like it. I, I'm actually going to make sure I'm free to watch this game because I want to see. Um, I just want to see how your pack works now that Jake's at lock. I think this Nathan Brown swap's definitely going to be on the cards, and then Kepi probably drops back to the bench. I wouldn't even have Kepi in this. Like he's good, but I think we've got a lot of forward depth now. Kind of guys that are all on the same same level. Yeah. And the way Finu and Fafita and those guys looked, I. I don't see a spot for Kepi if those guys if we're gonna play our young guns. Yeah. Because yeah. I would I would have LEA starting now, or, or obviously with Jacob Prop now. I'm very excited by this Nathan Brown at walk. I would have Sipley Paseca on the bench hundred yeah. percent. And then that leaves one spot for forwards and it's between Finu, Fafida, Kepi, Lawton, Lawton, Ben Trebojevic, Kelmer. Like, okay, there's two spots. There's that starting second row spot and the bench second row spot. Yeah. So, I don't know if I see a spot for Cappy, but um, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe that's why he's a, just stuffed in at lock this game instead of playing off the bench or playing second row. Yeah, maybe. Uh, what's your tip? Uh, one more thing I want to say. I think yeah. at halftime, Raymond might come off. I'm hoping he comes off for two Palutu and they kind of see who looks better. Yeah. Uh, my tip, Bruce is 13+. Plus. Oh, really? With Manly's basically full team there, apart from DCA? DCA and Turbo. Oh, yeah, true. I'm not expecting Turbo to play. I wasn't expecting to play, but yeah, DCA, Turbo, um, Krokoziano, Gordon Chantong, Tong was very good. I hope we surprise. I hope I'm very surprised by this, but I think Roos is almost a full-strength squad. Obviously, Mano and Kiri up, but they've got more than capable replacements. But um, I think... Like Roos is a premiership threat. I don't think we're at that stage yet, and we're missing Tom and DCE. That's my thinking. I think it's a good squad that Manly's put together for a trial, yeah. Yeah. but uh, I, and I think we'll look impressive, but I think we'll lose yeah. that plus. Okay, I res- I respect your honesty. I'll go one to twelve. Play to watch for each team. For the Roosters, uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna go. This is hard because we saw a lot of them last week. Uh, I'll go Suoliti with a few more minutes at centre. Yeah, I'm going to go the same thing. Uh, and my manly one's actually going to be Gordon Chan Tong. Mine will be Josh Schuster. First game in six. That's fair enough. I just don't think next to DC, I think he'll have more of a... Yeah. He, he won't be as free to just do whatever he wants. Yeah. With Cooper Johns next to him instead of DCA, that's why. And I want Gordon Chan Tong to lock to play incredible and either potentially not lock down that nine jersey or to have him uh, lock down the utility. Yeah. Do you think it's possible that he could start at nine and Croker, being a bigger body, could be fourteen and come on and play that kind of Dylan Walker role? Yeah, but I don't think that Croker has the attacking threat. Of Dylan yeah. Walker to play that role. But, yeah, that's fair enough. And I would rather start with him just to get into the grind of the first 20 minutes of the game and then yep. bring Gordon under, just blow the whole thing open through the yep. middle. 
No, I can get that. Anyway, we've we've hopped on about this game for quite a bit now. Charity Shield. Saturday. Saturday, uh, 3.30pm. Dragons Rabbits in Mudgee. Charity Shield. (laughs) Take it away. Big occasion. Uh, The Dragons. Tyrell Sloan's back now after he played the Indigenous game. Uh, Fine, Suli, Lomax, Ravalawa. Standard backline. Uh, Be interested to see if Lomax plays on the left again. Ember has been picked at six. Hunt at seven. Uh, the pack is Musgrove, Little, Laurie, Murdoch, Masilla, Sua, Burns, and off the bench, Jaden Sullivan, Francis Molo, Josh Kerr, finally, and Aaron Woods. What are your thoughts on the Dragon side? Um, I'm going to be 100% honest. Apart from M by six over a clearly um, healthy Sullivan, because he's been picked, I would start Sullivan. See how he goes next to Ben Hunt. Yep. Um, have M by as your 14, which is probably how you're going to use him all year. Now that Bird or Sullivan are going to be at six, Bird's going to be at six, but you've got Sullivan as that backup option. Yep. I actually like how they've set this out with Musgrove and Laurie yeah. as the starting props. Murdoch, Masilla, and Sua as their second rowers. And I think we all know DeBellin will be the 13, so I wouldn't worry too much about Billy Burns being there. But I think yep. they've made the right selections apart from... I'd probably switch M by and Sullivan. Yeah. Well the one the one noticeable thing I see is probably DeBellin comes in at lock and then that pack's probably set. Yeah. I think that, that that'll be their team for most of the season. <sighs> it doesn't look good, but I've always been one to criticize the selections that um they make with their lineups, with the players they've got. I'm always like, no, you should have done this, this, this. I I think they've done with the players they have, pretty much what I yeah. would have done. No, it's solid enough. I- I'm glad to see Josh Kerr getting another shot on the bench too because he just got banished last year. I think got... he needs to get consistent minutes. Yeah. So I think he could be a good player. He was in the Queensland team not to, like yeah. three years ago, mm-hmm. two years ago, sorry. Moving on to the Rabbitohs, the back five. Isaac Thompson basically confirms that he's starting. Uh, Troll, AJ, Isaiah Tass, Campbell Graham, Isaac Thompson is the back five. There's there's a few questions about whether Richie Kenner might start it on that wing, but looks as though Thompson's probably locked that down. I, I much prefer Isaac Thompson. Yeah. If the, It looks like they're going with a pretty full-strength lineup. Looks like Burgess got that starting role. I thought it may have... Um, Switched up. Gone, ...gone somewhere else. Yeah. But um, tough with Mamazellas, both on the bench. Mm. I think they, this is a battle for that utility role. I think it is too. I think Taff was great last week, but so was Mamazellas, to be honest. Both of them have their spot. Well, both of them will have a role in the team that I think South could use. Yep. So if they if they can bring them both off the bench, that's great. If they can afford to with having one less forward on the bench. Um, I think they almost could. Does Kaloma Tangi play 80 minutes? Uh, yeah. Kaloma Tangi plays 80 minutes. Dry Arrows used to playing 80 minutes. So I think they might be able to afford it. I'm not sure about Shaq Mitchell off the bench over... Who's the player I'm thinking? Over like a Moali, who's not not even in the reserves. Oh, no, he is. There he is. I missed him before. But I, I would have Moali on the bench over Shaq Mitchell. I don't think... I know he's got the name, but I don't think he's the incredible at the moment at this stage in his career. Nah, but, I mean, he does need consistent minutes. I'd be interested to see how he goes. Good to see Jacob Post back, too. 
Uh, halves of the standard, Cody Walker, Lachlan Ilias, Damien Cook at nine, Tavita Totola, Tom Burgess, as you mentioned, Colin Matangi, Jai Arrow, Cam Murray. So full strength South, basically, apart from the bench, you could switch up a little bit, obviously. Uh, Havili is out. Harm Sile is not on the bench either, which makes me think this is a bit of a... These four players are basically playing to see if they should yep. be around the 17. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, I'm 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 more interested to see how this right edge goes with Isaac Thompson. I know how good the left edge is. Um, it's just about the right edge. I'm just interested to see if the Dragons pack can hang with the South pack. Yep. And I'm not so sure about that. Me either, to be honest. It'd be interesting to see where Ben hunts at too after um, signing his extension, and you know he's a year, another year older. Interesting to see how he goes. Yeah, exactly. But oh, we've halved on about dragons too much. I'm not even going to go into into it. But um, play to watch from each team. Dragons. Uh, I'm not going to go with Sullivan because I know you're going to go with Sullivan. Yeah, I'm going Sullivan. Um, I think I'm, he wants to try and lock down that six jersey. One last attempt at it. I go. I go Sloan. I go Sloan because Trey Stewart was all right last week. So I feel like. If Sloan fails to impress, they may opt to go Embi or, or even Stewart at fullback. Yep. So I'll go Sloan. Souths, probably either Mamazellas or Thompson. Uh, I'll go. Do you have your pick? Yep. Yeah, you pick. I'm going Isaac Thompson. All right, I'll go Mamazellas. See how he goes on that wing. I'll go Mamazellas then. What on earth? <laughs> Sorry if you heard that. Something just fell off the wall. Um, yep. South 30 plus. South 40 plus. Um, Is that even an option? Uh, I'm going to South line minus 40. South 13 plus. If, if the Dragons pull this to 1 to 12, I'd be very impressed. Me too. It's always a honest. win for them. I'd agree. It's always a win. Uh, Saturday, 6.50, Panthers versus South Helens, the World Club Challenge. The Panthers, Stephen Crichton, Future Dogs fullback, is logged, locked in at fullback. Uh, Taylor May, Isaac Tungo, Sunia Taruva, and Brian Toto are the back line. Luai Cleary, Harves, Leo DeFisher-Harris, Props, Kenny at nine, Garner, Hosking, Yo, obviously Lee Martin's still out. Yep. Uh, looks like Luke Garner has basically solidified himself as that left edge. Jack Cogger at 14 interests me a little bit. Matt Eisenhuth, Spencer Lenu, and Jamin Salmon finish at the bench. I think, given it's the World Club Challenge, they uh, want to make sure their spine's as good as possible, which is why I think Crichton is there. I think if it was just a normal trial game, I would have gone to Ruva at fullback and just kept Crichton in his normal position. Um, I honestly would have gone Tom Jenkins. I haven't seen much of Taruva at centre uh, at all. Um... I think Hosking will get that bench spot instead of Jamin Salmon um, yep. come when Liam Martin's back. And I'm a bit surprised they haven't got Sony Luke in there to rotate with Mitch Kenny. Well, they've gone what, Jack Cogger. That's what I was going to say. I mean, I'm not sure Cogger's there probably round one because he's more of a half. Yeah. And he's not going to fill in a nine. Sonny Luke's going to fill in a nine if they... Well, Mitch Kenny won't play 80 minutes. So... Yeah, I would have had Sonny Luke there 100%. Yep, me too. 
if I'm going, if I'm picking my best 17, I'm going Sonu Luke there for this game. It's an interesting team. It's an interesting team because there's no Scott Sorensen either. I don't even know if he's in the squad. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think you've still got so long to integrate Taruva into this center role that it's not such an urgent thing that they're forcing him in like every game to play center. Like yep. he's gonna play two games and then never play center again until next year. Like, yeah, he's not gonna learn anything. Um, I'm, no, I shouldn't say anything, but he he's not gonna pick up how to be a right edge center after two games. Yeah. Um, St. Helens, Wellsby, Mackinson, Hopawati, Percival, and Benison are named as the one through five. Johnny Lomax and Lewis Dodd are in the halves. Alex Wormsley, James Roby, Maddie Lees are the eight to ten. And Sione Matautia, Curtis Surinan, and Morgan Knowles, who Morgan Knowles is back after he missed last week, are the back row and lock. Off the bench, Joey Lussick, Lewis McCarthy, Scarsbrook, uh, Ignatius Parsi, and 17 is an NPC. There's literally no one named. They <laughs> haven't named anyone. That's 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 actually a bit mental. But um, I'm keen to watch Morgan Knowles because he was very good in the World Cup and he missed last week. And I think they would have put Fordy on the Dragons had he have played. Look, I think St. Helens, I think they're just going to... Um, what was he going to say? I think they're going to show up. Yeah. I think that they'll play a lot better. Than, I know they're playing free flying footy against the Dragons. I think that they'll play much better than what they did on that day. I think they'll make this a close one. Um, I like the team. Obviously, they're going with what they did last year. We've seen them all, apart from whoever 17 is going to be. Mm-hmm. Probably like Trent Peoples, bro. They'll just name him. Or South. South legend, bro. Treddy Peoples. Sign him on a one-game contract. Oh, yeah. well, I don't even know where he ended up, hey. He played good in the game. I'm pretty yeah. sure. He, I, I almost think he got three Dalian points. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no, he, he didn't in... because he wasn't registered yeah, as a player. Yeah, I was going to say, he wasn't even registered as a player. <laughs> but he was man of the match for me. He was. And Clarky. Clarky had him as his man of the match too. It's a joke. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I don't think there's much to say about these teams. No, I, I think it'd be a, it, it'd be good to see in comparison to where each grand final winner is at in terms of competitiveness. Um, yeah, I'd probably still say Penrith by... I'll say 1-12 because I think St. Helens will kind of show up. I'm going Penrith 1-12 as well. Yeah, I think St. Helens will show up. I think uh, Wellsby... Lomax, Dodd, Roby will will be outstanding. I think Morgan Knowles is going to be a huge inclusion for this St. Helens team. Um, yeah, 1-12. This this is probably going to be the game of the round. Yep, I'm with you there. Who's your player to watch for Penrith? Jack Cogger. I want to see how they use him as a as the utility. I want to see if they bring him on in the um, middle or if they bring him on at nine and see kind of how he does there. So I'm going to go Jack Cogger. All right. Mine's um, <clears throat> uh, Luke Garner. I just want to see how he fits into this Pembroke team, how he fits into this left edge, how they're going to use him. Are they going to make him run the same lines as Kikau? Uh, are they going to make him more of a ball player? Um, I'm just interested to see how he slots in this team and how Cleary... Well, Cleary coached him at the Tigers, so he knows his strengths and weaknesses as a player. He's probably been working on his weaknesses. And I think... 
Yeah, he, yeah, he's my player to watch because, you know, everyone else around him, we know what they offer. Um, so he's he's really the question mark on the Penrith team um, coming into this year, whether he can replace Kickout. So, yeah, I'll be watching out for Luke Garner, especially as a Tigers fan, because if he comes out and brains it, I'm not going to be happy. Yep. St. Helens, I'm going Jack Wellsby. Yep. Um, reports came out saying multiple NRL clubs are uh, after him. I think he'll be looking for a big money deal. He'll be looking to sh- show up in this game. So I mean, it's not a trial, but it's a relatively big game. Yeah. Um, everyone's gonna have their eyes on how St Helens do against Australian teams, and I think if he uh, has another good show out, he'll be high in demand. I'm gonna go. Um Morgan Knowles I'm going to go Morgan Knowles because he didn't play last week so I think a lot of people are still kind of unaware of how good he is um, and I just really want to see how he performs against a big team like Penrith against a big pack um, his defensive effort I want to see what he offers in attack after we saw what was in the World Cup um, so yeah I'll be watching Morgan Knowles I think I think he'll he'll be he'll be huge for St. Helens in this game and we both said Penrith 1-12, didn't we? Yeah, I went Penrith 1-12. to 12. Saturday, 8-10, the 20, is 2015 Grand Final rematch. Yes. The Broncos versus the Cowboys. No Reese Walsh is obviously the obvious exclusion. Uh, they're lining up Selwyn Cobbo, Corey Oates, Katoni Staggs, um, Herbie Farmworth, Jesse Arthurs is on the wing, um, obviously replacing Cobbo. Ezra Mam, Josh Reynolds, uh, Josh, Josh Reynolds, Ezra Mam, Adam Reynolds is the halves. Corey Jensen gets a start. I believe Flegler's injured. Billy Walters gets a start at nine. Payne Haas, Capewell, Ricky Carrigan. Uh, the standard, the bench is Corey Pache, Keenan Palacia, Brendan P. Cura, and Marty Tapao. Now, from first glance, I think these are pro- this is probably the hooking rotation. Um, and I also... Uh, feel as though uh, Brendan Piacura is probably just filling in right now. I think Corey Jensen probably drops back to the bench and Flegler goes into the starting role. Yep. I think apart from that, they're at full strength. Oh, obviously, I'm apart from yep. Reese Walsh. Cobo gets his chance at fullback. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. he said on <laughs> the back of the 365 or whatever it's called yeah. that he thinks Walsh is actually going to play six and that. <laughs> He was going to uh, play one, but uh, no, I think he's definitely um, going to be the winger this year. Um, yeah. They've gone Jesse Arthurs. I think Jesse Arthurs would have been smart to maybe even extend his loan at the Warriors. I don't think he's going to play much this year at all. I didn't know. I don't know if it was his choice or not, though. Yeah, neither. But if Broncos aren't planning on using him. Yeah. We've got guys like Mariner that can fill in Pereira. Yeah. But still, anyway. Um,. How do you think Cobbo looked in the All-Stars game? Because I actually have a hot take on this. I, don't, I know he scored a hat-trick, but I don't think he looked that good. Well, a couple he, of he finished tries, some, weren't they? Yeah. But oh, early in the game, I think he bombed a few tries and yeah, he, he didn't look up. fit. And yeah, up and down. I think it was, yeah. Up and down. Moving up and down, but everyone was saying he had a superstar game. I'm not sure if I agree with that, to be honest. Uh, well, the good the good outweighed the bad, but there was still some, yeah. there was still some errors. Um, not much on the Broncos. I think it was basically their team. 
no Tristan Saylor in the 17, which is a bit annoying for me. Um, I'll check if he's in the reserves. Yeah, he should be. I expected, that Sunshine Coast as well? I expected Smoothie to get a shot. Uh, uh, Jock, he, oh, Jack Madden's in there. Is well. Jack Madden not the 14? Corey Pache. Oh, and they've only got a 22-man squad, so no Saylor or anything. No. Blake Moses there, though. Willie's there. Willie. I love Willie. Um, I, I expect Willison to get a run as well. I think they'll probably use all 22. Um, Cowboys are full strength, apart from Halem Lukey. Scott Drinkwater, Kyle Felt, Val Holmes, Padahiku, Murray Talangi, uh, Ch- uh, Tom Dearden, Chad Towns in the halves, Jordan McLean, Reese Robson, Ruby Cotter up front, Cohen Hess, Jeremiah Nanai, Jason Tamalolo, um, Bench, Jake Granville, Griffin Neem, Jack Gajewski, and James Tamo. Almost exactly what I expected from the Cowboys, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. I think I would have had Sudrugu in the reserves, at least, after the way he played. Yeah. Because uh, they've obviously got two spots here that just don't have a name next to them. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty much what I was expecting from the Cowboys. I don't think I can comment too much on it. It looks like their full-strength squad... Um, when Hila Mluki's back, uh, he'll probably start and Hess will go to the bench or he'll just go straight to the bench for Gajewski. Yeah. Cohen, Cohen Hess was your call to start at second row too. I thought Gajewski or Sudrugu could start there, but yeah, he's he's got the spot apparently. Uh, the bench, are they are they missing any forwards apart from Luki? So Luki probably comes in for Gajewski. Luciano as well, if he's yeah, but gonna, he if he's going to play. Um, no, that's all they've got. Well, I shouldn't say all they've got. It's more than capable of oh, yeah. being, being a good bench. I think Griffin name's good. Tamo may break out. But I don't think there's much to say about these teams. I think they're just playing their best 17 is what they've got at the moment. Apart yeah. from... Apart from no, Walsh. Well, well, yeah, apart from what they've got at the moment, because Walsh is injured. Yeah. Um, what's your tip? I'm going to say Cowboys 1-12. to 12. I think Cobalt fullback sways me a bit towards Cow- the Cowboys, just because he's not experienced there yet. I'm going to go Cowboys 13+. plus. Wow, okay. Because, uh, yeah, again, Cobalt fullback. I think if Walsh was there, I'm probably leading 1-12, to 12, but Cowboys 13+, plus players to watch... For the Broncos, probably. Uh, I'm gonna go Jesse Arthur's. I'm gonna, I mean, I go Cobb out fullback just yeah. to see if he's actually worth playing there. Because oh yeah, well if he's not, then he's sticking to the wing. Uh, for the Cowboys, uh, Cohen has probably a back row. Because I haven't seen much of him there at all. So, uh, well, early in his career, he was a back rower, but I'm interested to see how he fits in now that he's a bit of a different mold to the back row that they were playing there last year. I want to say Jake Granville, and just because he used to be a quality nine, and I think he still is probably not as good as he was in his prime, but um, with no hammer, I think he's going to um, be the utility this year. And I really want to see if he can kind of pick up from where he left off when he kind of dropped out of the main 17. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm going to go Jake Granville. All right. Uh, on to the first Sunday game at 12.50 p.m. It is the Warriors versus the Storm, the classic Anzac Day game. 
for the Warriors. Sam K starts at fullback. Dallin Latani Zalesniak is on the wing. Willie Army and Pompey at the centers, which surprised me a little bit. Uh, Marcelo Montoya is on the other edge. Tomato Martin and Sean Johnson are the halves. AFB, Mitch, Mitch Barnett at front row. Uh, Wade Egan at nine. Jackson Ford gets another start. Murata Niakore, Tohu Harris at lock. And the bench is Dylan Walker, Bunty Afar, Josh Curran, and Tom Arley. I think the way they've set out their bench, that could be the best bench in the comp, almost. Wow. Walker, Bunty, Curran, Ale. I think that's a very, very good bench. It is really good. I, I don't know if I like their starting lineup, though. If you already know what I think about Tamari Martin and CNK and that whole situation, their spine situation, I think you either go with what, what worked in the trial as Tamari Martin at seven with uh, Metcalf at six and Johnson drops off. Or what I would do is Metcalf and Johnson with Tamari Martin at fullback and then have Nickel Clocks out in the centers. And I'm surprised that they've dropped Vilea because Vilea yeah. was incredible last week and he was incredible at the end of the season last year. So unless yeah. he's carrying maybe a little bit of a niggle, I think he looked better than Willie Army last week. And I'm a bit surprised that Cossie's not there as well. I thought, I, 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 well, how are you supposed to fit Kossi in, bro? I would have CNK. Oh, no, I'd have... Yeah, okay. I understand Kossi, but I would have CNK in the centers with Vilea, and then I'd have Tamara Martin at fullback. I thought Willie Army was impressive. He brings a bit of a veteran presence on side edge, too, which I really need. Would you... How old is he? Uh, 28. Yeah, or would you play him over Vilea? Yeah. Okay. Right now, no, I wouldn't play Pompey over Vilea. I would play Willie Army and Vilea. I wouldn't play. See, I, I would like that better. I, sure. I think Vilea is the best center at the club. Oh, that's a big take. That's a big take. I'm very high on Vilea. Yeah, I'm very, very high on him. I know. So Mitch Barnett at prop is an interesting that, move. That that's the other move I would have had him at. Um. Um, second row there with Nia Kore. I've never seen Barnett play prop. I've seen Nia Kore play prop. I've seen Tohu Harris play prop. I'm surprised it's Mitch Barnett, to be honest. I almost would have started Tom Arley and brought someone else onto the bench. Yeah. Or started Tohu at prop where he started a lot of last year and um, bring Curran on to play lock. I don't know about Mitch Barnett as a prop, hey? Neither do I. The way they've set this out, if this is how they're intending on playing throughout the season, I'm a bit confused and a bit worried. I think they might fall down if they play like this a little bit. Looking at the other team is decimated the Melbourne Storm. Nick Meany starts a fullback. Wick Warbrick get uh, Wick. Will Warbrick gets another shot after impressing last week. Remus Smith and Young Tonomapia fills in for Justin Ollum. Grant Anderson is on the other edge. Xavier Coates will take that spot. Uh, Cam Munster and Jerome Hughes are the halves. Nelson and Sofa Solomon and Christian Walter in the front row with Harry Green at nine. Trent Liero and Ellie Katara are the starting back row with Tom Eisen who's the block. Bronson Garlic like I said, it was impressive last week. Gets the utility spot. Josh King, Chris Lewis, and Tui Kamakamika off the bench. That back row is... Tarek Sims got injured, so... It's a decimated team. I know Sims went down with a calf or hemi? Calf, I think. Calf injury. Uh, he's in doubt for round one. He could play. Um, where is Jack Haworth? I'm telling you, he has to be injured. 
I said this, I went on about this last episode. He has to be. There's no way that he's not in this squad, but um, I would have picked Jack Holworth. Uh, Warbrick and Grant Anderson. I almost thought, oh, I guess Meany's going to be the starting fullback, so I guess you can't put Far Logo in and have Meany on a wing. You kind of want to develop that spine, seeing as they're all there. Well, the spine that they're going to start with. Yeah. I'm interested in um, No Joe Chan, who I think is probably above Lee or should be above Liero in the kind of pecking order. And I'm really surprised that Eisenhuth's starting at lock over King. That's a bit, yeah, that's a bit of a weird pick. Because King know, was good for them last year. Yeah, King's awesome. Um, maybe they just want to bring him on in more of a middle role since they're a bit short of props. Yeah, because he did play prop. Last year, not last year. Um, year before. No, I meant uh, last week. Oh right. Started a prop. Yeah. Um, I thought Kama Kameka could come on and play prop. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess they do just kind of want that prop to a, a guy that can play that position. Yeah. Just to kind of boost them a little bit. I'm interested to watch Eli Katoa again too. He didn't have much of a role last week. No. But, but he's got he's got most of his team there. Yeah, or, I think, at least spine and pack. Yeah, it'd be interesting to watch him this week against his old club too. Probably be looking to get some revenge. What's your um? Let's go. Let's go. We play play to watch. Who's your play to watch? I was gonna say CNK, but I feel like it's a bit obvious. Um, I'm gonna go with Tom Arley off the bench. I want to see if he can back up what he did last week. And I think you get a lot of minutes seeing as they don't have a second prop. I'm going to go Mitch Barnett. Fair enough. I'm going to Mitch Barnett. Um, I want to really see how this operates. Maybe his ball playing in the front row will unlock their attack a bit more. Um, for the Storm, uh, yeah, it's Eli Katoa again. I need to see him with a bigger role and see how he fits in. They've gone with him starting this week, which probably shows... He'll probably start, and then Sims will play the 11. Um, and with Eisenhuth at 13, it, pro- it, pro- it eliminates more competition there. Yeah, so I'm going to go Eli Katoa. I'm actually going to pick a matchup for Melbourne, and I think it's going to be um, Warbrick again. Oh, hang on. What happened to Coates? Uh, probably precautionary. I was going to say, that's probably going to be for the second wing spot. Yeah. For, for throughout oh, yeah. most of the season, unless Meany yeah, goes on the wing when Pap's back, but um, I'll go with Grant Anderson just because he looked pretty good when he was playing for Melbourne last season, and um, don't think he got a run last week. Uh, no, no, oh, uh, he didn't get a sure. major run last week at least. So yeah, uh, yeah no, he definitely played. He, he scored. He scored. Oh uh, yeah, he, he you know what he did too. I remember that. Tip Storm Storm went to top. Uh, I'll go Storm 13 plus because they got their spine. Apart from Pat, they got their 6 to 9. I need to see how this Warriors team plays, like, without being against third string Tigers team. Yep. No hate. Just just quickly, with this whole point system, does it just finish after two rounds or is there like a finals and a. No, it just finishes. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Sunday 255. The uh, Tigers versus Raiders. I believe this is in... It's in Sydney somewhere. It's a Belmore. That's right. Um, 
the Tigers, Dane Laurie, David Nofaluma, Brent Naden, Tommy Talau, Kemba Marlowe as the back five, Adam Dewey and Brandon Wakeham in the halves, Stefano Utoikamanu, Jake Simpkin, David Clemmer is the front row, Isaiah Papali'i, Alex Safarth and Alex Twall are the second rowers in lock. The bench is Fanua Pole, Charlie Staines, Sean Bloor and Tuki Simpkins. Now, straight off the bat, I love that I'm seeing Nofa starting because there was a lot of talk that maybe he may not start and they may start uh, start Staines on the wing. Thank you. Bro, if they, if they did not play Nof, that would have been in, insane. I think he's easily the best winger at the club. Yeah. Um, this is pretty much what I expected, if I'm going to be honest. Tommy Talao starting in the centres. I expected Naden. I don't think I would have gone Naden, but I expected it. Uh, Laurie at fullback. Did you see the All-Stars game? How good Naden was on that right edge? I did. Yeah, so I did. he's lining up on that right edge, I did. So I'm happy. Adam Dewey, um, do you know what's up with Luke Brooks? Yeah, uh, he's had a, um, a calf issue for most of preseason, so it's just All precautionary. Right. It's the same as Appy. So not concerned about Wakeham there. Simkin, I think probably gets, oh, maybe gets the 14 spot, depending on whether they or not they want to go Stains. Yeah. Um, Stefano Clemmer. Now I think Joe will start. Yes. Yeah, when he's back. Oh, it depends if they use him as a lock or not. Who tall? Or Joe. Joe. Nah, Joe will be. I think Joe will start as lock. Okay, if Joe's lock, then I think Clemmer and Stefano are the starting props for this year. Yeah. Uh, after what I saw from Stefano last week, yes, please. I think Tor will come off the bench. I think that's what that's foreshadowing. And I think when Bateman's back, I think he'll he'll jump in for safe off. Yeah, I'm interested about the safe off pick. I don't know why you wouldn't just start Sean Bloor. Uh, another note, I think I would have rather to see Kappa Awa over Talao. Because I think he was pretty good last week. And he can play on the left edge. I think I like Talia better but than I, Kepa. I, I know. I'm just saying I think in the long run, I like Talia more. But I think Kepa needs to spend more time yeah. at, at the starting center while Talia gets his reps up and gets back to full fitness. That's fair enough. Um, another interesting selection, Charlie Staines is the utility off the bench. I don't mind it because he comes on with all of the X factor. It's just about where he plays. It's given me a bit of OCD that he's been picked at fifteen <laughs> as the utility, not fourteen. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I think it will be Simkin just because Appy doesn't always play eighty Maybe. minutes. Yeah. But um, I think for this game, it's probably the smartest thing to do unless you're going to bring Rua on. I don't. I think this shows that Rua probably won't be in the seventeen. Yeah, coming into this season, if they're going stains of the utility, um, the rest of the bench: Bloor, Pole, Tuki. I don't think Tuki will be there. Tuki looked good in that Mary game. He did, but I, I still don't think. I think when Joe's back, Twall will probably take that seventeen spot. Joe will take the lock spot. Yeah, and I think Bloor and Pole will be on the bench as well, unless they're going to go safe off. But I, I would have Bloor, yeah. but, but knowing the Tigers, they, they have high wraps on safe off. I'm happy. Sri Lankan based. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so happy to see Papali'i play. Papali'i, Clamour. Obviously, Bateman's not over yet, so he'll get that 12 spot. Um, Not, not much else to say about the Tigers. Uh, Brendan Wakeham was a bit iffy last week, so I'll be interested to see how he plays this week. 
Um, but if you guys remember, Tigers were down, I think, 48-0 to Canberra in the, yep. the first half of the final game last season. So they'll probably want to win this one. Yeah. Uh, for the Canberra Raiders, Jordan Rappiner starts at fullback. Now, I know a lot of Raiders fans at, can't, cannot stand this move. I, I've got my head in my hands. I'm not even a Raiders fan. Um, Nick Kotrick and Harley Smith-Shields on the wing Matthew Tomoko and Sebastian Chris are the centres um, Jack Wyden and Jamal Fogarty are the halves Josh Papali'i and Emre Gula are the starting props with Danny Levi at 9 Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead and Joe Tarpany lock, uh, second row lock Brad Schneider at 14, Matt Frawley at 15 Corey Hawira-Naira and Corey Horsburgh on the bench Why is Joe Tarpany at lock? I just want to say, Madge is, is at Raiders now. I think Ricky's let him pick the team this for a week. Why is Tarpany at lock? Why is Tarpany at lock and why is Rappiner at fullback? Well, Savage got injured. Yeah, but... You would... you would. I, I would have Albert Hopawai well, and per- keep the team no, together. Personally, I would have gone with... Um, if if you say what I'm thinking you're about to say, I, I'm going to crucify you after this episode. I would have gone Frawley at six and White in a fullback. You'd move the whole Swan around and the Haas? Yes, because White's the only serviceable fullback. Then White and, then White and um, Fogarty are going to have six to eight games that they're just not playing together. No. And then they're just, you're just going to throw them together. Probably. Halfway through the season with Savage there? They did it last year and they made the finals. So they didn't put one fullback, did they? No, they they, they, gel- they came together halfway through the season and then they made the finals. Oh, yeah, but if one of them's injured, it's different. Yeah. To just leave him... Oh, well, I think Tarpany at lock is actually really annoying. Tarpany at lock is horrible. Why? Okay, it's not... It's, okay, the move is horrible. He's not horrible at lock. I'm just going to clear that up. Tarpany was a decent... NRL player at lock yep. but he's not a ball player he's a machine through the middle you you start him at prop with Papali'i mm-hmm. I'm going to say Papali just to separate him from Papali'i on the Tigers but um you have to start tarping him I, I don't care that you've got a little bit of a, a um kind of who's going to start at lock problem and I know Joe Tarpany's played there before, but you keep him in his best position. He became the best prop in the game for most of last season. Yeah. And you're just moving him back to lock. I don't and That's it. That's why I don't... That's why I'd almost start off a Hengawi at prop as well. I know he didn't become the best prop in the game, so it's a little bit different, but he was much better at prop in my opinion. But Tarpany at lock is, yeah, yeah. I'm against it. Uh-huh. And they've also gone two two utilities. Man, this Raiders team. The more I look at it, just look mid. That might come back to bite me in the bum. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Okay, I'm gonna give you my prediction now. I wasn't bold enough to put Tigers in my safe multi yet because I don't, I don't. I'm not sure it's insanely safe. The Tigers team looks better. I I, I would go Tigers one to twelve in this one. I'm gonna go Tigers one to twelve too. With Wakem there, nah, trust. I think Tigers will still get it done, but the tall lock. uh, I tell you what, I think it's gonna be a very very close game, and if Tigers were full strength, they would demolish this team. 
Do you, do you want me to tell you what we're going to see? What I'll is? tell you right now. You can write it down. You can book it in for all those people are seeing. Mark my words. Adam Dewey will shift to seven. Dane Laurie will move to six. No. And Staines will come on to fullback. No. Really? Yep. That will happen. You mean that to will start happen. or like... Oh. No, no, no. Not to start. At some Halfway point through the, the game, game. Yeah, maybe. We will see that. Yeah, maybe. No, it's not maybe. It's yes. Why do you think Staines is on the bench? Because that's it because will Appy's out, but it will happen. Okay. Okay, I'm telling you. Uh, oh, he's been training at six, Laurie. So I'll um, I'll take your word for it. Who'd you play to watch? Uh, Charlie Stones. Mine's iPad. I want to see how he plays, bro. <laughs> Mine's Staines because I was struggling to find a pick and what you said just interested me and I want to see how he... I want to see how they use him as a utility yeah. if they're going to use him as one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. My Canberra is actually going to be top and I want to see if, well, how they how they incorporate this at all. I don't get I don't, it. Yeah, I don't understand it. Mine's going to be... Far out. I mean, we've seen all these play. I'll go Danny Levi. Yeah. See if he can back up last week. That was my other yeah. thought. No, let's see if he can lock down that starting spot. There's a lot to watch on the Tigers, actually. Sean Bloor, maybe I'll go. Yeah, I'll go Sean Bloor. Not iPad. We know where he offers. I'll go Sean Bloor. Um, moving on, Sunday 5 p.m. We've got two games left. Sunday 5 p.m., Bulldogs versus Sharks. Uh... Bulldogs basically lining up exactly how we expected. Hayes Perham, Jacob Carraz, Jake Averillo, Paul Alamotti, Josh Adokar as the back five. Matt Burton, Kyle Flanagan in the halves. Max King, TPJ at prop. That's a bit surprising. Uh, Reed Marnie at nine. Uh, Viliami Kickout and Raymond Fatala Mariner are the second rowers of Luke Thompson at lock. Josh Reynolds is the utility. Ryan Sutton, Andrew Davey, Corey Waddell on the bench. Standard. Look, I know the doggies looked good. Against the Raiders, I still think they have a little bit of a way to come if this is going to be their best 17. Yep. Uh, I think Pangai at props probably his best position, same with Max King. But their fullbacks, Hayes Perham, is unproven relatively. I'm excited to see him play there. Uh, Flanagan as well, I'd say probably underwhelming for what they wanted him to be so far. And Luke Thompson at lock, I'm not sure he's that ball player that I think that they would need there. So I'm a bit up and down on the doggies this year. Reynolds at 14 as a utility could be interesting as well. Yeah, well, we both said New Brown. We did. I'm I'm a bit confused as to why he's not here. If they're going to play Josh Reynolds as a utility, I'd almost go New Brown as the lock. Yeah. And then Luke Thompson over Corey Waddell. Yeah, I'm not sure about Waddell. Never mind. But um, um, this Bulldogs team, it looks great in some areas of the park, but it looks a little bit dodgy in other areas, is yeah. what I'd say. So I think it's going to be a very up and down. I'm still not sure about Andrew Davey off kind the of game. Neither am I. I don't know what his impact is off the bench. Neither. He's an 80 minute player as well. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get Luke Thompson at 13 either. Would have had Ryan Sutton there after last week. Yep. Sutton was great. 
Uh, the Sharkies, Will Kennedy at fullback, Sione Katoa, Jesse Ramian, Sifatalakai, Ronaldo Mulatalo is a back five. Um, it's a full strength team. Yeah. Matt Moylan, Nico Hines, Toby Rudolph, Braley Hunt, Nakora, Wilton, Fanukin, McGinnis, Graham, Kafusi, Hamlet, Welly. I'm interested. The, the only thing I'm interested in by this is because this is exactly what I expected Cronulla to, to kind of look like. And it's a, like the exact same players, but the only thing I'm interested in is Hamlin Ueli. Royce Hunt's got the starting position over him. Yeah, I think Royce Hunt finished the year a bit better. Yeah, that's fair enough. I, I don't think it really matters who yeah, comes yeah. off the bench there and who, who starts. But uh, yeah, I think Sharks have locked in their team, and I think it's pretty pretty safe to say that'll be their 17 in round one as long as there's no injuries. Yeah. I don't have much else to say about this. Cameron McInnes, obviously, is now the utility as well. He may play a bit of nine this year, maybe, if that's what they're going with. I almost would have Cameron McInnes 15 and drop Wade Graham out and have a utility just in case one of the backline players gets injured. Yeah. Like a kind of Tracy, a Trindle, something like that. But, um, yeah, no, not much else to say about Cronulla. Um, Player to watch. Uh, for Bulldogs, I want to go Hayes Perham. Yeah, um, for obvious reasons. I think I'm. I think I want to watch TPJ, and they've been there. He's got big rants out of preseason about how he's been going, and um, he's been training hard, and he looks re-energized. So, I'll be watching big TPJ on Sunday afternoon for the Sharks. Is that Nano? Yeah, resigned. Um, I I don't know if we should we should talk about it yet. No, it's just show us, bro. So some news has just come out that uh, Nanai may have re-signed with the Cowboys. Oh, it's yeah. Okay, gotcha. Uh, it's not nothing's confirmed. Nothing's confirmed. That. It's oh no, North Queensland Cowboys have announced it. Oh, okay, good. There you go. Good. Oh, yeah, he was never gonna leave. Silly dragons. You thought you were gonna get him. Psh. Uh, my player to watch for the Bulldogs is going to be Paul Alamotti. I want to see if he can back up how he played last week. And my player to watch for the Sharks is going to be T. Wilton. Again. T? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go with probably Wade Graham. Everything else is kind of in the kind of in the books for me. Like, it's pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Wade Graham, I think, is probably playing for a spot. He even was saying that he doesn't think he would be picked in the best 17. And, yeah, I'm just not sure. Watch tip. Ah, uh, Sharks 13 plus. Sharks 1 to 12. For me. Last game of the second week of the preseason challenge, Sunday 7.05, Dolphins versus Titans. Uh, for the Dolphins, we get to first see the first look at Hammer at fullback. Jack Bostock gets another run on the wing with Robert Jennings on the other side. Tessie New and Branko Lee in the centres. Anthony Milford and Sean O'Sullivan are the Hubs combination. Uh, and Wayne Bennett's running with his pack of Bromwich, Marshall King, Nichols, Kafusi, Kenny Bromwich, and Tom Gilbert. The bench is uh, Cody Nicarima, Ray Stone, Jared Wallace, and Herman SASA. Why is Ewan Aitken not there? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm surprised Bronco Lee's in over Ewan Aitken. Um, I, I can't think of anything. I don't, I don't remember an injury. Yeah. Um, He's 18th man. Probably, probably needs a rest after that awesome effort trying to catch whoever it was that ran the whole field. Came from the other side of the field, you and Aitken, to try and chase him down. I don't Almost know. got there. 
You don't remember the full field try, the interception? Katoa threw a... That was probably Derby. An offload, and their winger caught or, it, or, ran the whole field, and Aiken came or, from the other side and tackled uh, him, but he still scored anyway. Aiken got there just a little bit too late. Loki missed that whole game, so... Oh, okay. I liked that Bostock's on the wing over Osaka. I think Osaka is disappointing to me, but I honestly would have had Edric Lee in there over Robert Jennings if he's not carrying an injury. If, you, if you're going to give a different centre a run, give it to Tafari. Yeah. Not Brent Kelly. I agree. We know what he offers. The 6 and the 7 and the 14 were always set. I'd still like to see Katala Summer in there, even though he wasn't incredible to me in that last trial. Um, but I like how he's running with his pack, and I like how SASA has worked himself into the team. Thought he was great. Um, yeah, I like the rest of the bench, if I'm being completely honest. For the Titans, AJ Brimson at fullback, uh, Alifiana, Khan Pereira on the wing with Jojo Fitter on the uh, opposite side. Aaron Chopin, Phillips, Sami in the centres. Uh, Kieran Foran, we get the first look of Kieran Foran and Tanner Boyd combination. Jamin Jolliff gets another side at prop with Sam Verrills at nine and Tino as the other prop. David Fafita and Bo Former as the second row. And Isaac Leo at lock. The bench is Jaden Campbell as a utility. Aaron Clark, Mo Fodawaker and Joe Stimson. All right. I'm going to say what we're both thinking. Why is Aaron Clark on the bench? <laughs> Were you, were you thinking that? Yeah. Isaac Liu should be starting at prop with Jamin Jolliffe. Bro. Oh, no, no, not with Jamin Jolliffe. Over Jamin Jolliffe. Aaron Clark, 13. Jamin Jolliffe on the bench. That would have looked a lot better. I had a meltdown last night at 2 a.m. when I was putting these team lists <laughs> together. Why is Aaron Clark on the bench? Yeah. That's almost like two utilities you're playing. <sighs> I'm excited to watch Foz there and Verils. I'm just excited to see I was looking at this team. Time. I'm like, Brimson, Kamper, Shop, Sami, Joe. It's exactly what I want. Yeah. It's exactly what I want to say for them. It's exactly what they should be doing. they got young players in there paired with four and for um, a bit of uh, experience. Their pack looks good with Tino, Furmore, Fafet, and then I see Liu at lock. I'm not sold. Maybe they want that veteran in the middle, but I thought Aaron Clark was just too impressive. I, I just think even if he was only average last year, that it's still a better option. Yeah. He's a he can ball play, he's a big body. I know Lee Yu can do all that as well, but why not have Lee Yu at prop and Aaron Clark at lock? Yeah. That's, that's well, Lee Yu played prop most of his career with the Roosters. Or some of his career with the Roosters because Bradley came in. Yeah. What's your tip? Titans. 13 plus. I'll go 1 to 12. I, go I one think to 12. it's 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 close. I was almost going to go 1 to 12, but I think they'll just. I think it'll be like a 14 to 20 point game. Yeah. I'll go 1 to 12. Who's your play to watch for the Dolphins? I'll give you mine first. Hammer. Pretty obvious. I was actually going to go Jack Bostock because I've always thought Osaka and Andrew Clay were locked on that wing, but Bostock looks very good. Mm. And I, I low-key want him to get that spot. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I'm going to go Hammer because he got brought in to play fullback. Obviously, left previous uh, contending team in the Cowboys to get his opportunity at fullback. Uh, Wayne Bennett's put a lot of trust in him, basically saying I signed him to play fullback. So, and obviously, I mean, he's, he's a bit unproven at the one. Yep. So I'll be watching how he goes against basically a full-strength Titans team. For the Titans, I'm, I'm, pro- I'm probably watching... I don't know. Have you got your pick? 
I'm watching the whole team, but if I had to pick one, Jaden Campbell, probably, I want to see yeah. how they use him as a utility. I don't think he'll be straight swapped for Brimson halfway through the game. I don't think that's realistic. I'm watching Kieran Foran. Kieran Foran was another pick because I don't think he's ever performed outside of Manly. Yeah. So he's... he's. And I want to kind of see how he unlocks David Fafita as well. Well, Tanner Boyd's on Fafita's edge. I think they were going to go Foran, to no, be honest. No. Fermo's on the left. Foran's on the left. Because Tanner Boyd and Fafita played um, junior league together. Where did Tanner Boyd play? Seven, uh, right. On the right last week? Yeah. Oh, but they were talking about how Foran was going to unlock David Fafita. Clearly not, bro. <laughs> Fine, maybe not then. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, I'm happy to eat my words and be proven wrong, bro. No, no, no. I, I, I don't mind it. But anyway. Anyway. Um, so, two weeks of trials is done like that. Yep. And then we get into the season. Is there a week break boys. and then the season? Uh, or is it think, just straight into the season? Uh, I think the season starts on the 4th of March. So, it's a week break. Yeah, basically. Two week and a half. Two weeks. So, um, yeah, well, so next Tuesday, you guys will be seeing a different podcast. It won't be a teamless Tuesday. Yeah. Well, we got that little taste of it, like I said. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, so that, that wraps up Teamless Wednesday mm-hmm. for us. Um, you a, few, a few absolute brain snaps, I think, from some teams. A few picks that I actually like. Yep. Um, I kind of want to have beef with the NRL over these starting times. They're a bit Why weird. are you starting at 5.55? Like, it's not a time they've ever started at. Do you know what... Do you know just what start I, at 6. Do you know what I noticed last week? That, um... They didn't cover the logo or delay game times. No, no, because they're, they're reaching some sort of agreement. I keep saying years on it. Yeah, well, the NRL folded, bro. And then 3.30. Is that a normal... Oh, that's all right. 6.50 I know there's four games that's only because it's New Zealand though it would be 1.50 if it was in Australia yeah 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 Um, it was 1.50 last week yeah but why why would it be 12.50 New Zealand how far is New Zealand behind us three or two hours depending on daylight savings so is that nine o'clock in the morning no no they're ahead of us oh okay yeah no, so it's three fifty. Uh two fifty five, five o'clock's alright, seven oh five. It's not bad, I guess. I almost would have had an eight or moved everything a little bit later and then had a seven uh eight o'clock game. Yeah. It was the last game. But anyway. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter too much. It's footy's footy. I'm 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 actually keen to watch like last week I was like, Ugh, I don't really feel like watching, you know. Yeah, I was, these games. I was pumped to start off and then I was like, Yeah, I don't know. But now but there's now actually ready. names. I'm ready. Basically, full teams. It's almost like it almost has a round one feeling. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Uh, make sure you guys check out the Insta, Strictly Footy Pod, Linktree. Everything's in there, like I always tell you. Is. Uh, follow, like, uh, share the potty around. Give us a rating and review on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever platform you use. Um We'll get back to you for basically just a round wrap-up. We don't have to do teamless, just a round wrap-up next Tuesday. Yep. Um, who's your team to watch this week? Well, the team I'm going to be watching closely is obviously my team, Manly, but um, 
if you've got one, you say it, and then I'll, I'll pile on on top of that. Yeah, well, you know, I want to say Tigers, but I'm going to go Bulldogs because they're full strength. I'm actually, you know, I'm actually going to go with I'm going to go Manly because, though, there's so many unknowns about how they're going to line up. And I want to see how they all the how how they've set it up is gonna if they're gonna put it together or not. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. That's that's what I'm gonna go with. That's it. Uh well we'll get back to you guys on Tuesday. Um, we're not sure what's dropping on Saturday yet, but you guys will see it whenever we upload it. Yep. Appreciate you guys for tuning in again. Say bless. Have a good weekend and enjoy some real first grade footy being back on your screen. See you later, lads.